Fuck the Chargers. Oh, uh, this week uh, we I have a special guest host and, because Justin is uh, at home in L.A. and I'm in San Diego. And this week we have Nick McCann of the Kept Faith podcast, our sort of sister San Diego, <laughs> you know, sports podcast, loosely related. Fuck the Chargers South. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the Kept Faith North, you're fuck the Chargers South. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and I also do recaps for the Kept Faith, which is the kepfaith.com and they are a really awesome uh, San Diego sports media conglomerate. Multimedia <laughs> uh, empire. Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah, perfect. Let's get into the games and, and how we feel about the, fucking the Chargers. We're fucking the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jono, thanks for coming over. This is the... Yeah, this is the old school T- TKF studio. The, the is, bedroom. This, is this the original? Yeah, you, not everybody makes it to the bedroom. Wow, so I feel honored. Is, it's a it's a small fraternity <laughs> of people. That, it's it's literally intimate. Yeah, <laughs> I don't make the magic happens joke ever. Too. <laughs> when when there's San Diego sports involved, there's no magic ever. <laughs> so that's that's part of it. Yeah. So you've you've been doing the the podcast for the first season. It's the f- yeah, season one. the inaugural season of Fuck the Chargers and the abomination that is the Los Angeles Chargers. Right. <laughs> so what have we learned in the last year? Uh, I mean, it's it's really most mostly that we've confirmation uh, yeah. has been made of a just like okay, this is. Or basically the same team with a little bit better luck and a little bit more talented uh, and with almost no fan enthusiasm at all. Yeah. Like like the backlash, they they were a national laughing stock. They, they're still not selling out their stadium with majority Chargers fans. Like even when this quote unquote stadium sells out and like all the tickets are sold, yeah. they're, they're either like not coming to the game because they don't want to. So it's like, you know, still only 80% capacity and the visiting team outnumbered. Is, I think every visiting team has at least matched, if not outmatched the Chargers, including the 0-11 Browns at the time. Yeah. And that's pretty embarrassing. And they're going to have to go win at home in what will be a 90% raiders crowd on sunday to make the playoffs yeah i'm i'm getting really excited about this game coming up and I, it's <laughs> funny because like the, this whole season i thought i would be more angry and i, I thought it'd be more painful than yeah it has been. it's more just like i'm happier because it's not in my life anymore pissing right me off. I yeah mean, i mean it, it doesn't rule your emotions right like it used to i would basically have a spike of emotions on sunday afternoons usually right. get upset mm-hmm. and break stuff in my alley stuff like you know i would just oh, get so mad and now that's gone and now they're, they're almost like a a thought experiment mm-hmm. that's gone wrong i mean they're they're basically a team that doesn't have an audience right yeah <laughs> and that's pretty amazing to pull off actually <laughs> like in this day and age, with where the NFL is, with all the things, the amount of mistakes that were made on so many levels, right? For to get like a, a NFL team in Southern California to have zero fans in relative terms, that's that's quite a feat. What's like, a, yeah, just e- even after they chose to move, which was like the biggest mistake, of course, like that everyone, you know, <laughs> nationwide would have told them was a bad idea. Even after they decided to move, like the the steps they didn't take to ingratiate themselves into Los Angeles, 
Like, yeah, they, they've done nothing to win fans. They've done a lot to lose them. And that's basically it. Yeah, I can't. I, I I didn't think that it would go this bad. I I didn't really think it was possible to go this bad. The first yeah. month was amazing. The first oh month oh was... yeah. I mean that's that played out so well. For me. It was like great time to be a Charger hater. Yeah. Uh, it you know I don't like that they did well in the middle, but like that's pretty typical of them. Like this is the same old more or less Chargers team we've known for the last decade. Well, they have. Ten... You're watching all the games, right? Well, I mean... sort of. Yeah. So I I not sort of. I definitely am watching the games, but like I watch them in a different way now because I used to live. I the last five years I've lived in New York City. Right. I, they're never on TV there because, like, yeah. what, who in New York is watching the Chargers <laughs> unless they're playing the Jets or the Giants? Uh, so I would go, I would have to actively go to a bar, one that was playing the Chargers, which is, like, surprisingly hard to do. <laughs> you know, like, I would go to a, a sports bar with, you know, 12 TVs and, like, I would have to find like find the one where the people were watching the least and tell them to change it to the one game the Chargers were on, like because yeah. that's the one. Like they were never even within a sports bar where they have to play all the games. We're barely playing the Chargers, <laughs> so I was like trekking all these ways and like in different weather and really devoting a lot of my Sundays to this team and like having me an active participant in this. Like I have to like go through a lot of motions now that I live in Southern California again in, in their quote home market. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I uh, didn't, I at first didn't have like a antenna, like the antenna, like that I was staying in the first place I stayed in LA was not good. So I went to a sports bar a couple times cause I was like so charged up about hating them. Yeah. Uh, but then after that, I've just had the, uh, you know, the, the, rabbit ears antenna which plays the local network games Uh and and like i've just put it on every sunday afternoon and just like done some work you know like (laughs) with it in the background where i'm just like oh yeah interception all right cool it's so familiar to watch like i know i think you guys were talking about on your last pod just the certain ways like the traditional ways that the chargers blow things yeah it's like yeah, rivers will melt down, and I, oh, I know uh-huh. how this goes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so it is comforting to watch, even though I'm not emotionally invested anymore. I think sure, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like putting on a reboot of a movie that you've seen a million times. Yeah, you know, just like throwing on the new Ghostbusters. Like maybe you might not know exactly how they bust ghosts, but you get the general <laughs> themes, yeah. and like maybe they're not as good, and maybe they're like you're less invested. Yeah, or like the the Karate Kid. Remake. Yeah, or, like, yeah, exactly. That, that would Wilson, make Philip McCabe. Rivers James <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just like the same old thing. You get it. It's worse than before. You you hate it more for like because it's so hard to do a reboot. Well, like I don't, I didn't want to pick on the Lady Ghostbusters. <laughs> I, I didn't want to make a gender or anything because I legitimately thought that the new Ghostbusters was fine. <laughs> I, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, it's it's fine, but like it's it's did about as well as every reboot boot should have in the quality standpoint. I don't think in box office it necessarily right. did, but like it's other than like a few westerns, there's been no good remakes. Yeah, I guess the the thing I guess is good. Oh, <laughs> that's I, going I, back. Whatever. Yeah, and that. But see, you're in L.A. now, and is the feeling on the ground? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> on the gr- <laughs> I'm embedded. <laughs> I. To me, it's people that are experiencing them up there. To, to me, it sounds like they they were offended that the NFL thought they could just come in and immediately yeah. have fans. It is kind of insulting, right? And LA people, people that are from LA, they are pretty good sports fans in yeah. a lot of ways. And yeah. like, 
they might not be specifically NFL fans, but yeah. they love the Lakers and Dodgers, the yeah. like the UCLA, USC. Like they're big, they're good sports fans, and they probably would have taken to the NFL fine were it done correctly. Well, it's almost like the NFL was saying. Oh, there's so many people there, yeah. and you're all you'll, fake anyway. So yeah, you'll just love you'll, anything. you're just trendy. <laughs> like, we're we're hot and popular, and they're like, no, actually, we like, yeah, we care about what we like. You know, it's like it was <laughs> like when um, you're like, in laws just assume they can stay at your house, like without putting any plans. It's just like, oh, I don't know, I don't care what you guys are doing. Your guest room's open, right? I can just crash yeah. there with yeah. like my six kids <laughs> or whatever. We can just impose on you. That's probably how kind of how it was. To LA I was just like, ugh. Now you're just taking up a channel on on TV on Sundays, and like we don't get to watch the Raiders, who we'd want to watch now. Well, I mean, the NFL got so popular, it exploded during the time the yeah. Spanos got in the game, and, and they. We're printing. Everybody was printing money. Like, yeah, up they until like 2012, probably. They, yeah, it's or really like a nine. There's like a nine-year period where it just explodes. And... Yeah, it like peaked, and then they like <laughs> once it peaked, they're like, let's let's buy let's buy high. Yeah, <laughs> like let's let's capitalize on this and like piss everyone off right as we're about to like backslide into a retraction. Gosh. And and uh, they, like I think they did make that decision. Like there's you know theories that Spanos is like as soon as Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers for two billion dollars, it's like okay, well they're we're just going to LA now because teams are worth so much more in Los Angeles, regardless of how of their history yeah. <laughs> or how good they are. Now you guys were stuff. talking. You guys were talking about Jerry Richardson. On your oh last yeah, one. yeah. Now, did you guys? record that after it came out that he was actually putting the team on up for sale it was that day because i think they, okay. they published I, I saw something that day where it's like jerry richardson expected to put to sell a team after amid like sexual harassment allegations and racism all that stuff yeah so i, I hadn't read it like i read like some anecdotes about jeans day, <laughs> jeans day. Jeans day. for people that don't know jeans day is the thing that jerry richardson did in his in the it was a office. casual friday except it was just sexual harassment friday <laughs> <laughs> where women would wear jeans and then he would just ogle them yeah or ogle them. i don't know probably both um yeah and he would just make harassing comments and he's also definitely racist yeah and, and a piece of shit and, and he looks at players as his slaves and he's the only guy that was a player wasn't he? i think so which is crazy well i think was was there say no I think he's the only guy or who... Or Bob McNair. I think he's the only majority owner who's, who's Yeah, he was like... Player. Yeah, he yeah. was like a... He's Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And a North Carolina terrible owner, one-time good player. Do you do you see, like... I think... I didn't realize that that was connected, the, the racism and the sexual stuff, that yeah. that's why he's putting up the team for mm-hmm. sale. Do you think there's there could be a trend in just these teams becoming available? It seems like guys. I don't think there's necessary because like I think whoever owns a team wants to hold on to them with a death grip, even despite the fact that the NFL is losing market share to other sports and stuff. I I think that it's such a guaranteed cash cow, whatever. Like uh, the only people who honestly might sell their teams are people like Stan Kroenke who are just look at it as an asset rather mm-hmm. as they like they're like their one number one thing. So like family legacies, the old guard, they are, you know, maybe trying They're I think the league wants to phase them out because they can't afford to build stadiums. They're ruining fan bases yeah. because of that. So like the Spanos family is one of them, the Davis family, like their, their whole assets are their whole worth is tied up in their football team. 
and they because of that they can't like leverage them to make stadiums and stuff like that so they would probably love to attract people like stan Kroenke, who bought the rams and and is, right. is one of the richest people in the world um rather than just some run-of-the-mill billionaire <laughs> um slumlords basically. yeah so i i don't know i i think like they're I think the NFL will probably take opportunities like that, where if you're just a average, uh, whatever owner who can't do much for the league, like outside of what you've already done, like then they would have no qualms getting rid of you Yeah, to trade you in for someone like Stan Kroenke. Like there there's, there's plenty of billionaires who like as a vanity project would buy an NFL team. Oh, exactly. the same, like, cause like, like a uh, Kroenke, also who owns the Rams also owns Arsenal, like one of the biggest premier mm. league teams in, in England. Well, it's also like instant. A lot, a lot of these super rich guys, they're not famous really, but no. then they buy a team and then yeah, the like, guy who owns, you know, I mean, I, I didn't really know that much about Balmer yeah. until he bought the Clippers. Exactly. But... <laughs> like I, if you guys are like, oh, who's the number three guy at Microsoft, yeah. I'd be like, fuck if I care. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. But until like, cause now I know who Balmer is and he's a weird character who's super erratic and, and like, <laughs> well, I like, I like thinking about the NFL as being this thing that's crumbling, even though it's probably not. I, I just, yeah. Like, I just, it's, it's like how like the Trump administration is crumbling, even though they're, he's still the most powerful man in the world. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, he's, he's powerless as the most powerless, powerful man in the world. So, relatively. I mean, are you tracking like the, the ratings dips that, the, I mean, that seems to be a part of the coverage oh, of the NFL. For like, the NFL that like they're, well, they're, they're fucked up so many different things this year. And like all, all the things that had gone well for them previously are now coming to like, they, they've got, they skirted the whole concussion issue for decades they knew it was coming and then eventually it's kind of like all the sexual harassment stuff where it's like (laughs) that's gonna everyone had just been doing it and maybe knew eventually they'd get caught and like all those people that once that started happening like oh shit it's just it's not a matter of uh if but when yeah you know we get exposed for all of our crimes (laughs) and so like the concussion stuff started happening and like all the other social woes in our the divisions in our country are, are hurting the NFL. Well, I, you know, the, the fact that they're the NFL's has left San Diego. Yeah. One of the most enjoyable things about it is now I I have this like moral high ground that I get to. Oh yeah. I get to be looked oh, down. NFL fans. <laughs> yeah. Because it is. I can't believe you're you're watching this human dog fighting. Oh yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I was watching that that really bad game. It was the Steelers Bengals, and they're just uh, pulling bodies off the field. Oh that yeah. That one where the guy. Yeah. Oh. And I'm just like. Man, this this isn't a part of my city's identity anymore. This is right. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't have to worry that like my team might have caused somebody to pick, get paralyzed I or just, whatever. I, I don't know. And that was so, Dallas's team. Uh, yeah, he's a Bengals fan. He's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he's gonna hang. I don't know he's how he's gonna he's gonna recover from losing Marvin Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Did he already get fired, or is he going he's, to? He's his countdown clock. He basically said, "I'm gonna go do something else." Yeah. Because this oh, is stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, like it's better for everybody if uh, I just like go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mutual. Like, let's yeah. walk away from this. But they're another team. It's like, you know, Dallas would always make that point. Like, oh, I'm a Bengals fan. I'm not a Chargers fan. I bet there's a lot of Bengals fans that would say it's not that great to no. be. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, like, the the Bengals are have many parallels. I think other than the knuckleheads that they all have, like, yeah. like the, there's no Vontez perfect. <laughs> or Pac-Man Jones on the Chargers, and there never really was. Which is the only thing, a good thing I will say about the Spanos family, is they sort of shied away from the, like, 
Um, Vincent Jackson. Yeah, well, yeah, they even got rid of Vincent Jackson. Pretty much, like, he's a, he was just a party drinker, whatever. Yeah. He, was, he wasn't an asshole about pre-over. it. It's pre-over. It's pre-over. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, the, the, the character-flawed people, um, they more or less stayed away from, which is good, and I think is, is a pretty decent business model, honestly, even in the NFL. Uh, but, like, yeah, so the, the Bengals have, like, multi, they haven't won a playoff game, even though they've been, like, yeah. they, they're just first-round playoff losers, Eight and eight, nine and seven. Yeah, <laughs> and like, or yeah, they've they've blown it a million times. There, there aren't any like, they don't have a legacy of being great. No, that they've been to maybe how many Super Bowls? Twice, maybe once. Yeah, they, they made the eighty-seven Super Bowl. Yeah, they they got beat by the Niners or whatever. Um, yeah, so like they they have no great legacy. They they have cool uniforms. My cousin played for them for a little while. Oh, actually. really? He, he didn't play. He was on the team for a few years. What's his first name? Or... Thatcher. Oh, okay. Thatcher's away. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I, like, I like their uniforms. I don't have anything against the Bengals, but they are no better than the Chargers. I just always, I guess I've always, I don't even know specifically. I've always heard that the owners have been difficult. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that, yeah, even when my cousin played for them, he like looked down upon the owners. Like it, yeah. they're kind of cheapskates and like weird and like didn't put enough into the team. Well, it's interesting. You brought the players. Like, do you, watching the games, and I, I've, like yesterday, they they beat the Jets, and mm-hmm. you know, Rivers is throwing to Gates, and it's working. And yeah, I, I started to I started to feel something. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I had I, to fight it back. But yeah, of course. <laughs> like every time Antonio Gates catches the ball, I'm like, nice. Yeah, it yeah. Does. It, it, it's just like I I like Rivers and Gates individually, and like their individual successes. Uh, when I see them, I'm like, okay. But in the in like the context of the game, I'm like, oh, I don't want them to score here, but. You know, at least like I, I loved it when Gates broke the record. Uh-huh. That was wonderful. But it's, there is a faction of people down here that are basically saying that they're going to root for the Chargers as long as Gates and Rivers are playing, and then when they leave, they're done. Which is mm. maybe that's a way to like ease it out of your life. I kind of <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I, I have such so little emotional connection to any of the players. Like my favorite players were Eric Weddle and Danny Woodhead, uh-huh. and and like you know the previous player you know lt obviously and like the, the other of the modern era charge like i don't have much emotional connection to keenan allen or uh marvin uh melvin gordon or anything yeah. like that and like when i was a chargers like diehard chargers fan melvin ingram always underperformed always <laughs> so, yeah. so like so like the the fact that he's doing really well now with joey bosa like it would be fun to root for joey bosa if i had like a rooting interest in the team because he's great, and, yeah. and Elvin Ingram's doing well now. And, like, there's a lot of players I would. Like, I love Cardale Jones, even though he doesn't play. <laughs> just, he's <laughs> such a character. you guys have a segment on your show? Yeah, yeah. Like, Cardale's we, we, we check into his uh, Twitter feed. He's yeah. so fun. Um, <laughs> he's great. But, yeah, like, I loved Woodhead and, and Weddle, who played so well. Yeah. And, like, had such heart and grit. and like. But even Weddle's exit was marred by that. Yeah, with his daughter. Oh, have... Yeah, of course. Like that's how shitty the Chargers are. <laughs> they like screw up like the, among the faces of the franchise exit. You know. Well, yeah, and Bosa just reminds me of Bosa and his mom. Oh, right. Holdouts. Yeah. This is like over Which... two hundred thousand dollars or something. Like <sighs> I know. That. That's how dumb. I know. It's like and that was when they were trying to sell the city on a measure. To get yeah. money from the city, it's like why would the, why would any city trust this team to do anything right? Ugh. And they had 
his mom was like getting accosted in the media. Uh, it yeah, like... it, it got ugly, and like they've, they, I mean, their 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 holdouts are legendary, and like yeah. their, their last season in San Diego could have been an actual decent season because those first four games that Bosa was injured because of the holdout, like they were in all of those games, so yeah. they could have like made a legitimate playoff run last year even as bad as they were oh yeah i mean we had people on the pot that whole year that leading up to election night which uh, was it was his had its own other storyline oh, yeah. that night <laughs> we were just the worst possible thing that could have happened on election oh, night man, we, us not getting a stadium we went down to golden hall and we're hanging out at the voice of san diego party oh there, sure and sure we were like we were like yeah we're gonna interview people about measure c and meanwhile uh, like <laughs> North Carolina goes <laughs> to Republicans. Uh, and we're just like, Whoa. I was like, was... Uh, maybe there there yeah. are other concerns yeah. this nation might have. Yeah, I know it was <laughs> it was too much. But uh, the stadium's yeah. now just a bunker for refugees. <laughs> I'm, you know what I with, I'm worried about the Charger players. I think Keenan Allen. I'm waiting for the Keenan Allen tweet where he's like calling out San Diegans oh. for being haters. That tweet's coming. Oh, for sure, that's going to happen and. They'll get successful. They'll make the playoffs. Yeah, and they'll call out San Diegans for being haters. Of course, they're victims. Yeah. <laughs> well, Keenan like specifically has had a bad relationship with San Diego on Twitter because yeah. he like was blaming the fans for the like not showing up to the team as they're trying to leave. And well, after like, Carson, as, blew yeah, up, he's like, "You guys get another year. You got what you want. Yeah, you've got what you wanted. Better show up, jerks." And I'm or a whatever. Raiders fan. It's so. like, yeah, he clearly <laughs> wanted to go to L.A. the whole time because he's a young, like, rising star, and like he, he's just looking at the dollar signs and stardom in L.A. And like, I, I don't know if you get noticed it, but like, I sort of noticed like when he like makes a catch and like his little dances and like celebrations and stuff, like he's. He's like a little too like I, I'm all for touchdown dances and all that kind of shit, but like he seems to have a diva attitude. Yeah, and he has and really like done he enough. has to put an entire season together <laughs> before like at least when Odo Beckham puts in half a season, it's electrifying. Like there's there's a uh, you know highlight reel catches. He's actually fast mm-hmm. rather than just open. Like Keenan Allen's always open, but he's not like burning anyone. He's just right. got jukes. So and like he's an amazing receiver but like still borderline pro bowler yeah and like whereas he's make has this attitude like he's the best in the league and i i that coupled with the fact that he was clearly gunning for la um he's on my bad list i saw him at the chargers headquarters when he was on the dl and he's he was writing one of those uh i don't know what they're called not uh segways but they're segway without the the pole Oh, like a hoverboard? A hoverboard, but it's like it's facing directly. Uh-huh. You know, the, the, your two feet are side by side. And yeah. you're just like, it's like, should you be doing that right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I don't know. You shouldn't be putting any pressure I on know. What are you doing? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, I, I drive by the, the Chargers headquarters every once in a while. And oh, really? Slow down and then speed off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a middle finger out the yeah, window. It's just an empty office building now. Yeah. I remember I, I went there the night that they announced that they were leaving. It was like raining, but there were still ex-Charger fans throwing their jerseys and stuff yeah. in a pile. I had, a, I had a couple things that I wasn't going to donate. So I was just like, whatever. <laughs> so I, I donated like my, a few of my sweatshirts and crap like that. But I they could someone could use them or whatever. But anything that was Charger-related yeah. that wasn't like usable, I'm like, fuck this. And I 
cathartically threw it in a pile with a bunch of other X Charger fans. Well, people, I you see the you see the lightning bolt everywhere though. People are mm-hmm. wearing clothes. And, are they? Yeah, still? I see it a lot. I mean. And not just the homeless that I gave it to. (laughs) It's a lot of homeless people I've seen wearing Chargers iconography, but. (laughs) I I wonder that because I I mean, I haven't been in like I've been in Southern California, but like I've been in L.A. and I have there's no Charger fans there. Yeah. Um, And but like, what is San Diego been like? Because I I feel like that there has to be some people who just stayed with them no matter what. And some people who like viscerally hate them now and some people are so in between like there's I, I don't know what the percentages are though it seems like a lot of people yeah they're they're connected through rivers and gates there's that group and then there's me who i'm a you know i'm a fuck the chargers person yeah but, yeah dog uh but like i i think the main feeling the city has is that we're just not a big we're not like a a city that matters anymore in sports because oh, the Padres have so really sad. The Padres haven't done anything. They're yeah. not doing anything. And I'm, I'm looking, I've said it a million times. I look for, I look at the Padres the same way. I look at the country <laughs> is that it won't be good till 2020. I, that's what they, that's what they want us to believe. Foresight 2020. <laughs> I'm, I'm going all in. Well, we might sign America <laughs> and Padres 2020. Well, yeah, I mean, basically, we're going to... Spotters go, so go the nation. Yeah, I know. Like, we're going to spend the next year basically fighting about who should build a soccer slash college oh, football stadium. Yeah. That's That's basically, that's what 2018 is going to be. Uh-huh. And it's just going to be, you know, SDSU trolls going after these private investors that nobody really knows. It's Landon Donovan's involved. I mean, that's... <laughs> I haven't been paying attention since the Chargers left. Like, I paid really close attention during the stadium debate or whatever. I was in New York downloading, like, Mighty 1090, like, podcasts to listen to local radio to find out about the environmental impact report and all that shit. So what are the the competing, like, is it Soccer City? Is that one of the... Yeah, Soccer City is a private private group uh-huh. um that's the the face of it is landon donovan and they basically want to build the same thing as san diego state want that san diego state wants to build right it's basically who's going to control it there's a few subtle differences but it's really like it's the same more kind of or less thing, thing like where it's like forty thousand seats or something yeah like, and like soccer city is they're offering more like retail space they're going to develop it more as like a uh-huh. shopping center mall type thing san diego state wants to build more housing Right, have that more like, for for their apartment. students. And yeah, stuff. they want to get. I mean, San Diego State wants to get bigger, which is kind of terrifying, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I liked the uh, the proposal that was like a joint research facility for all the different San Diego colleges, right? Like research research campus, where like cause that brings in a ton of like revenue for a city or whatever. Like if they turn it into a big thing, I mean, on top of there being a stadium there, because it's a huge lot, and they're talking about like oh housing and this and that and research facilities. I, I mean, I'm in favor of academics over commercial, whatever. Like, I don't think we need another mall. Yeah, I guess, but, the, you know, there's whatever. pluses and minuses for. I mean, if anybody's going to try to build anything, there's probably shady stuff going on. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, I like as, as much as I blame the Spanos family for, you know, the most and like without them, they'd probably stay here. Like, I still blame the city government and like Mayor Faulkner because he probably had some shady deal going on without the chargers or oh, something. Oh, he's 
Faulkner and I, we've had people on pod talk about this. Faulkner's a puppet for the hoteliers. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. that's like a big thing. Oh, <laughs> the, the hoteliers, I want them on the pod. They won't. They're like the Illuminati of San Diego oh, politics. <laughs> like, yeah. So like everyone wants like as long as they don't build giant high rises for assholes and a mall. <laughs> like I I would if if it's just more of the same in Mission Valley where it's just like condo yeah. complexes with no character and like retail space that's like we have that that's all of mission valley already we need like an iconic thing in san diego where you can get like a park space like like uh all that shit like i think apparently even getting rid of the riverwalk golf course i think that i I, they're they're developed like they're they're taking the one green space that like is kind of pretty in in mission valley and and probably putting more condos there yeah I mean, it's, it's going to be gross. It's going to be like fucking Miami Beach where there's just all those high-rise condo buildings, but like with no beach next to it. It's just a big valley with condos in it. Well, I mean, the the thing that happened last year with the stadium, you know, they, the Chargers leave, and then this this whole other stadium debate, you know, Measure C doesn't pass and everything. So this whole other debate starts mm-hmm. about letting Soccer City, the, the group that wanted to bring an MLS team in, during the special election that would have happened this year. Yeah. They, they got enough signatures and tried to like get that on the ballot. And I was attracted to it because I just wanted an MLS team. Wait, well, there was a special election in 2017. No, they were trying to get one. Oh yeah. Just never or, took. Yeah. They, they got shot down by the city council. Okay. But I, well, I think that like certainly San Diego could take a year off and decide what the hell it wants to do. Right. Cause and it the, had no, no vision period for so long soccer city was basically saying that the mls is expanding we need to act now Uh, and then the city council was like if if they want to be in san diego it's a good market they'll make time for san they can wait another year which is probably true i mean yeah i think that like mls can and would thrive in san diego and you know san diego would embrace an mls team theoretically yeah but I was attracted to it mainly just so we could we could have a team be enthusiastic about it and say fuck you, Dean. Basically, yeah, that's of what course. that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, but. I would have an MLS team at Spanos. Yeah, like just up in his face. I, I mean, I would have like a year ago or two years ago when it was the stadium. Like I would have traded the Chargers for the Clippers in a heartbeat. Oh sure, if we had an NBA team, that's all we would talk about. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still like the Clippers, but it's I mean, it's hard to watch them this year, but. Um. Yeah, it's an NBA team would be great. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think it's happening. Of course, well, Steve Kerr said on Bill Simmons' podcast last or a couple weeks ago that he doesn't think San Diego is an NBA city. He lives here, so <laughs> I mean, it 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 hasn't been. I mean, we only had the Clippers for five years. Yeah, I think people would respond to it. NBA is so cool. Everybody it loves is. the NBA. I mean, I, so, I love it more than I ever have, and, like, and I haven't had a team. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I mean, I would certainly take a, a soccer, like, I like the idea of having an MLS stadium that state also plays at, right. like a j- joint use stadium for them that can also potentially be expanded to be an NFL stadium. Right. And the NFL should be playing in smaller stadiums, by the way. I of mean, course. <laughs> yeah. Like they're, they're giant empty stadium in like Santa Jose or, or whatever they're in, in, in the 49ers play. That's a big problem. That's a huge stadium, empty stadium filled with no one. And it's a, uh, yeah, they should definitely make 
better user experiences yeah. to go all the marketers or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, I mean, giant stadiums, like, that makes sense in Dallas when they're, whatever, going to sell out and have a team that everyone roots for. But, like, eh, if it's in a weird place or if they're a shit team half the time. Well, yeah. The, it feels like the NFL has just destroyed California uh, as a market. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. They're leaving Oakland. Uh, it's, everything's horrible. Like um, you're in, you have two teams in LA, and Ice Cube doesn't like either of them. <laughs> How'd you do that? How yeah. did you do that? Yeah, <laughs> like the the obvious solution years ago. Like I don't know how it eluded that. Like they they generally like they they were trying to push it like. You know, it was it was like a game of curling where it was like they were like scrubbing to go to the right way, but then it just like it started going haywire. It was like, oh, the momentum, and we can't control it. It's too late. Yeah. We can't we can't reverse course. We can't grab that giant stone mound and push it in the right direction. The Spanos family just got in the way. Uh, <laughs> it basically. Well, Jono, thanks for coming on. Uh, I think we're going to wrap up, but uh, you can find Jono. You're doing recaps for the Kept Faith. And yeah, you yeah. One tonight, I posted so one today. <laughs> Had a nice analogy about uh, the Simpsons and how, how, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how the Chargers what, are. What's up? You had a line that it was the last great season of the Simpsons. Oh yeah, because it was like season eleven. Is that when? But is that the consensus that like there's a yeah, drop off? Like is I that... think like th- there's like a gray area between season ten and thirteen. Okay. But like certainly the first ten seasons of the Simpsons I mean, are like seasons two through ten essentially are great are like the canon. Oh, like yeah. Simpsons, and then like there's a there's a smattering of great episodes in seasons eleven, twelve, and thirteen, but like I wouldn't consider them amazing, like you know, canon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, God, are they up to twenty seven seasons? I don't know. <laughs> I I I, I kind of don't want to watch them. Yeah, just because it'll diminish my memory of the original. <laughs> like, yeah, like they, I don't blame them for still going, but I also don't care to watch i i, I my analogy for the Simpsons is like uh they're like the ken griffey jr where it's like the first 10 years yeah. best of anyone in my lifetime <laughs> and my favorite and then i choose to ignore the rest when it was like diminishing and <laughs> injured and all yeah. that just like not fun to watch anymore yeah i'm it's kind of like the chargers i don't yeah. i don't like to think about the last Okay. <laughs> well yeah thanks for uh i guess you're this will be on both feeds so yeah yeah check this, out this is a crossover pod crossover pod check out fuck the chargers on itunes stitcher yeah. are you on stitcher oh i am actually yeah on we're, on stitcher. we're on stitcher but... what yeah uh, we're on google play sweet we got all this shit yeah until next week fuck, fuck dean spanos, spanos and fuck, fuck the chargers, chargers.